Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. GodandOurDogs.com Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Merle Norman Cosmetics and Spa, Ron Zunker with Pax Financial Group, Solid Realty, and Ratner Consulting. Jacob Macby is our guest today. Jacob is the founder and owner of My Favorite Service Company, a heating and air conditioning home and commercial contractor. Jacob is also the host of Real Trade Secrets on Bernie Radio, YouTube, and podcast. Best of all, his dogs would introduce him as fun, playful, energetic, and caring. Welcome, Jacob. It's great to have you as a part of the Inspirational Hour. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. Yeah, well, I'm so tickled to have you on God and Our Dogs. And, you know, you provide such trustworthy information to your listeners. And you also inspire everybody with your work ethic and your true concern for your clients and your team. So your God and Dog stories reflect those very same things. And I'm excited for our listeners to hear some of those and get to see another side of you. Great. Well, dogs have been part of your life since you were a child. Tell us a little bit about your childhood dogs. Oh, well, childhood dogs. um, We've had several dogs throughout the years. There was a time that we did some traveling, so we only had one. But I can remember just uh, as as we were growing up, uh, you know, having dogs that we didn't buy. We, we were either given the dogs or we find the dogs uh-huh. and it, uh, you know, different from, I guess, sometimes today, we didn't even adopt them. They just, they we, adopted we, we, you. We, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they needed a home and we happened to have one yeah. for them. And yeah. so, and well, so there it was, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, always, uh, such a great joy. And then, you know, you've got that, that companion by your side. Well, you know, I think you hit the nail right on the head. So many times today we think of, okay, what kind of breed are we going to get and where can we find the right breeder and that kind of thing. When we were growing up, they were probably 
you know, the mixed breed down the street puppies mm-hmm. that she ended up with. It's very much the case. Yeah. And uh, even today, you know, we have dogs that uh, that we've went and paid for. And we've sought after specific breeders, et cetera, et cetera. And they're great dogs. I love them all just the same. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that they're any smarter mm-hmm. by any means. Yeah. And they're and they're natural their natural love for us is, is certainly no different. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, as a kid, did you train the dogs? I don't uh, I don't specifically think we probably did a lot of training other than maybe basic commands like sit, lay, shake, something, uh, something to that effect. Um, more so, uh, we were really, you know, more on, you know, the dog, I think, being uh, well-mannered, you know, not to go into the bathroom in the house. Yeah, that's or, always a plus. <laughs> uh, things like that. But again, I don't really remember, you know, having a lot of uh, sitting there and training them other than just maybe showing them that love and affection and, and spending time with them. And they mm-hmm. naturally learn how to be with their companion. So you trained your dogs as an adult. Are there any special tips you have for people? Patience. Patience. I would say patience is probably the biggest one. And, you know, we took Liberty Bell, the dog's name that we, we just recently purchased. We call her Libby for short. Mm-hmm. And we took Libby to a trainer and the trainer was going through everything. But before she started, she spent almost 20 minutes probably talking to everybody that was there at the training class about how important it is to spend time with your dogs, show them patience, train them, because more often than not, dogs are moved from one home to another to another because people lose patience with them because they didn't spend time to train them or to show them what they expected of them. Yeah, that is such a great point. That's awesome that she spent so much time talking with you about it. And you know, I ask the guests that come on the show certain questions beforehand to get them thinking about their God and dog stories. And I always ask about training and you said something that was a little unique and it's just a little word in there that makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. And I asked about training and what you learned about God and Mm -hmm. your dog through training. And you said patience, which you already talked about. Mm -hmm. You also said love. And I haven't had anybody really say that. Why is love such an important part of both training and what you're trying to teach and what you've learned from your dog? I think it has to go with just about anything in life that you do. And you're going to do something, you go at it with know true love and Mm -hmm. accomplishing what it is you want to accomplish and you know if it's not in your heart and don't feel like it's something that you uh, you truly want to do and do to the best of your ability you're not loving what you're doing you're you're gonna fall short of what your goal is so love is love is important in all things we do and obviously when talking about spending time with your dogs training your dogs or Maybe sometimes our dogs also train us. Mm-hmm. There's yes. a lot of love going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Consistency is really important. And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things that our dogs teach us is we have to be consistent because if we're not, they'll take advantage of that. Very much. Yeah. Very, very much. Yeah, they consistently look for that treat whenever it's time to go outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's Libby, so true. Libby, she's about 80 or 90 pounds now. So her mom was uh, right about that. And her dad was a little over 100. 10 pounds 115 pounds she's a large dog and so she'll actually hold the treat in her mouth and then she'll sit and wait for another one and so 
we discovered that she will take as many as she can possibly hold and she'll keep taking them and then she'll walk outside and she'll dump them out on the back patio and then pick them up and eat them one by one or share them with Duke and, and Hank, her, her, her brothers. Okay, I need to ask you what kind of dog she is, but mm. I'd be really shocked if you said any kind of retriever. Uh, she is a golden doodle. A golden, okay, so she gets that from the the doodle part of the mm. golden because our golden retriever would not wait and hold treats in her mouth. She is a very <laughs> she is a very patient uh, patient dog. She's just a giant cuddle bug is what she is. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Well, you know, what you've talked about in your experience and also what the trainer said, I, I find so interesting because mm. it's really hard to have a foundation of trust unless mm. you you have time in training. Mm-hmm. Have you found that to be true? Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, I guess maybe I, I don't give myself credit whenever you say, how did you train, especially as younger and even today, because I don't think of it as training, just instead just spending time and being with them. And that, I guess there's training going on during that that time, I think very much so. And it really makes me think a lot about our relationship with God, too, because don't we need to spend time and train a little bit with him? Yes. And Listen. Yeah. Listening, yes. Yeah. That's an important yeah. part of yeah. training, isn't pay, it? Pay, paying attention and realizing that things are happening for uh, for a reason. We need to be acting in certain ways as he expects, just as we expect our dogs to act in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in the, the, the relationship between the two is obviously our dogs don't talk back to us. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, nor not overtly. God. They're made in a different way. Yeah, but. exactly. But nor does God. However... I speak out loud to both my dogs and God. And, Uh you know, a lot of times you talk about praying and things like that. Even praying, you know, sometimes I'm riding in the service truck and I'll just have a conversation, just, you know, openly out loud, have a conversation. People drive by, I think I'm talking to myself, I guess, but it's no big deal. It doesn't matter. You know, we we certainly sometimes pray in in, in silence, um, but I like praying out loud. And then just like with our dogs, you can't talk to them in silence, although they understand nonverbal commands we uh, we have to speak out loud to them to them also and uh, sometimes they have to bark at us to let us know what they need yeah that's true <clears throat> a little vocalness too and I, I, that's a really great point you make jacob because so often people think you have to be so formal and oh gosh i don't know how to pray mm-hmm. well isn't a relationship with anyone just having a conversation and that's the same with god too isn't it yeah, absolutely. It's a, that's it's that way with anybody or anything. I think the the best way is what comes most naturally to, you know, the individual. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be different from others. But yeah, I don't think anything has to be formal and, and I won't say that we pray at every single meal every single time, but we pray at most of our meals and it doesn't matter if we're in a restaurant or it's fast food or it's, you know, fine dining, we still gather and, and you know, say a, a small prayer um, out loud um, at the table and uh, think it's that's a great thing. And praying in general is good and making sure that no matter how you do it, just do it. Yeah. Isn't that what prayer is all about? But sometimes it's what life's all about. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. after I tell you, um, our listeners, about our website and our sponsors. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, godandourdogs.com. 
with bonus material inspired by show guests on the Want a Treat page. Check out the show webpage for regular updates, resources, and thoughts to ponder. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Hi, this is Superintendent Tommy Price, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Jacob Macbee, owner of My Favorite Service Company and host of Real Trade Secrets on Bernie Radio, YouTube, and on podcast. Before the break, Jacob told us about some of his childhood dogs as well as his current dog, Libby, and we had a great conversation about training. Well, Jacob, you continue to have lots of dogs in your life, mm-hmm. and one in particular you told me about was one of your favorites, and that's Boudreaux. Mm-hmm. How did he come into your life? Oh, Boudreaux. What a, uh, what a story. So I guess it was probably 2001. It's the very, very beginning of uh, a formal company that I was vice president at for many years. I was at a customer's home running a, a service call, and this dog was there, and he followed me, you know, backyard, front yard, to my truck, back to the front door. I'd go inside, uh, I would work, I'd come back out, and he would sit there on the patio, wait for me, and when I'd walk out, he'd follow me again. And he basically spent the day there with me, and um, I asked the customers, like, you know, is this your dog? conversation started i don't remember exactly but she's like no he's just he showed up and he hasn't he hasn't left but he's super nice and nobody's claimed him or anything he really needs a home you should take him i said well i don't know i'm running service calls today i'm busy i don't really need another dog whatever so <laughs> he kind of obviously latched on to me and i must admit he grew on me as well so i guess we started a relationship there during mm-hmm. that during that service visit which I was there for several hours. Anyhow, I decided I wasn't going to take the dog, and so I left. And as was driving down the road, I could see him running behind the truck. Oh, my goodness. In the uh, in the mirror. And no sooner than I stopped to say, well, I guess he's going with me. <laughs> he was in the back of the truck before I can even put the tailgate down. Oh, my. And uh, he was with me for... Uh, for many many years and uh, was just a, an amazing dog full of energy and and love and compassion and although he was you know just especially in his, his older days as he slowed down a little bit he got a little heavier but uh he was uh, well over 110 120 pounds and uh he would uh he would treat anybody as if he was a teacup <laughs> poodle i mean he just wanted to love cuddle and be this his best friend so isn't that fun oh my goodness well, you know, I love that story, and it really makes me think about God, because, mm-hmm. you know, how many times does, does God try and get our attention mm-hmm. in some kind of way, following mm-hmm. us around, and sometimes maybe even chasing us down mm-hmm. if we're not paying attention and we really need to? Have you ever had experiences like that in your life? You're referring to God. Right. Yeah, I guess, I guess you know, very much so if we, if we sit and think about what's going on and take into consideration, you know, that uh, that he is always there for us, with us, looking after us, seeking after us, and, and expecting us to do the same for him. I think there's many cases where we can sit back and I can say that personally, you reflect back on things and think that I need to continue to act in a certain way um, as he is watching and he expects me to uh, to do. 
and often also carry out the day and, and remember as I'm I'm serving my customers, my children, my wife, my dogs, friends, that, uh, you know, what uh, what God expects of me, they should expect no less. Well, that's living a life of integrity, isn't it? Yes, I would say so. Well, you know, you mentioned that Boudreaux had a long life, and mm-hmm. several of your dogs had a very long life. And they kind of had a sense, from what you told me, about what was happening in your life mm-hmm. and how you really needed them through some transitions. Tell us about what happened. Sure. So with Boudreaux, well, that was, you know, in the in the early stages of life. And so that's when I was just really starting into business for ourselves in air conditioning, went through several homes, did several real estate transactions along the way, had several temporary homes in between building new homes and chasing, uh, you know, my goals and dreams. And Boudreaux was, uh, was always there. And no matter if I worked extremely late or, you know, left extremely early, if I was gone for several days on a business trip or whatever, he was uh, he was always there. And uh, he was always waiting on me whenever I would get home. And with this tennis ball, he was, uh, he was a retriever, always with his tennis ball and wanting to, uh, to play and, and spend time. But um, he was with us for, for many years, and he was getting pretty sick at the second to last home I'll say and I could tell that he was he was declining in in his uh, level of comfort so we had to seek out some medicine for him to help him with that as a large retriever you imagine he had you know some problems in his hips and things like that mm-hmm. but nonetheless you know I thought for sure that uh, he was getting to the point where he was he was going to be you know ready to to go to doggy heaven and so he stuck on way longer than I than I really expected <clears throat> and the, the last house that I built I did all by myself and so it took me almost a year and a half to complete everything at the home and through that time as I said Boudreaux would travel with me to the house and we'd spend time with the new one etc etc but when we arrived at the uh, the new house after it was complete it was uh, just a several weeks after that that he had uh, he had passed and I feel like he knew that there was a lot going on and that there was a move about to take place and he wanted to uh, to be there, stay with us and spend time with us to make sure that everything was okay. And then once we got to that, we'll call it final destination, he realized it and that's when he decided, mm-hmm. I've done my job here. You had other dogs that kind of did the same thing. <clears throat> yes. The uh, first dog we ever had, Sandy. Would you like to hear that story? Well, sure. Sandy was our first dog. Sandy was, she was a mixed breed. She was a mutt, but extremely smart, extremely obedient, extremely loyal, patient, loving, you know, all those, all those things. And a gentleman named Herb Carroll, if y'all ever heard of Herb's Hat Shop, my mom worked for Herb Carroll and Herb Carroll drove around in a, uh, a flatbed pickup truck and he always had border collies on the back of his flatbed pickup truck. Well, one day he has this other dog and it's a sandy colored dog and he says, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this dog, but she's just been the collies and she's just riding around and she, she essentially won't leave <laughs> and uh, she needs a home. And so my mom would work for Herb Carroll at Herb's Hat Shop at the time. She was a shaped hats, clean hats in the hat shop. And so he gave her, the, gave us the dog. We, you know, we took the dog and Sandy was with us for many years. Through those years, we'd moved several times. My dad had passed away, so we ended up leaving the San Antonio, Laverne area. We drove all the way to Dallas. We spent almost a year in Dallas, came back. We lived in an apartment. We lived with some friends, and we just, you know, we, 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 we 
went through a lot and she was with us through all of it and finally we were able to purchase a home my mom was able to purchase a home with the help of her dad and we found what we call our, our final home at that point through grade school and Sandy was with us that entire time but it wasn't until we reached that final home that she decided to find her resting spot and uh, again also go to to doggy heaven and so I think that dogs can very much sense when we need things, that we need them as much as they need us, sometimes maybe even more, as I think dogs can go through suffering and we don't realize it sometimes. Regardless of that, they're there by our side and with us. And I think for sure, like Boudreaux, Sandy, and other dogs, they, they certainly sense things. They want to spend time with us and be with us as we go through our troubling times. That really reminds me a lot of God and how he is with us all the time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter if we're attentive to him. I mean, sometimes we can forget about our dogs. Right. You know, we get busy and we don't spend the time with them that maybe we have in the past, but mm-hmm. they're pretty forgiving. Yes. And uh, if we could just be as in tune as our dogs are mm-hmm. to us with them and with other people and with God, would our lives be better that way, I wonder? <laughs> as faithful and, and patient and all those things are as dogs are to us, if we were of that same caliber and level for God, to God. Absolutely. Great uh, great question, great point, and certainly something we should all consider and uh, maybe further our actions. Yeah, so true. Well, it's been so much fun having you with us today, Jacob. I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about your philosophy. I think they probably have picked up on it a little bit already in our conversation, but what's your approach to business? My approach to business is we want to serve our customers to the to the highest level. We want to, to serve them in ways that obviously they would expect. So, you know, with with kindness and trustworthy, but we also try to be very educational and informative with them. We are also very big on being patient with our customers. We don't uh, we don't pay our, our technicians or or anybody uh, sales commissions. Sometimes you know people just want information and they're not ready to make a decision today. So that's okay. We'll give you the information you need. We'll spend a, a lot of amount of time, and whenever you're ready to make that decision, we know if we serve them correctly in the way that they expect and above that when they are ready to make a decision mm-hmm. they will they will do business with us and or also tell friends friends and family and so that's how that's how we like to go at business every day of course there's so many more things that go into it but i think that the biggest thing that that i can continue to hound on the technicians no pun intended with the show there <laughs> is be uh, be kind be uh, be you know uh, patient with our customers if serve them with with respect and and be educational and informative uh, along the way and if we chase the ability to serve them as best best as possible then the money will always follow but certainly never put the money in front of the service that's true so how can people find you jacob you can go to our website it's my favorite service company.com uh, you can also find us on Facebook or any of the other uh, social media platforms, and it's just the same, my favorite service company. And uh, if you'd like to give us a call, you can reach us at uh, any of our advertised numbers. Uh, But of course, 830-212-4222 is uh, the one for this show here, and we would be happy to help you out however we can. And I'll say, you don't always have to call to book service. Sometimes you just got to call or send an email or reach out to us because you're looking for some information. And we're happy to give you that over the phone. We don't always have to come in person. 
do several, you know, video conferences and look at pictures and, and give information via via that mm-hmm. also. So we're here for you and whatever you need. Yeah, they're here to serve. Well, Jacob, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to day and joining us. We so much appreciate it. I enjoyed being on the show. Thank yeah, you for having me. Great. Well, before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Today we heard stories of dog training. Spending time with our dogs, training leads to so much more than manners. It is the foundation of trust and transformation in our relationship with them. If time and training are so important, I ponder, in what ways can I train more with God to develop more trust in Him and transform our relationship? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including River Road Pharmacy, Toolbox Studios, Kendall County Veterinary Center, and Living Well Family Medicine and Aesthetics. This is Meg Greer, and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. I'm Judith Rivers, who, along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. Head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for children's story time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.